Hey, 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 y'all. What it do? What it do? Y'all go ahead, join in, join in. <clears throat> we are live, y'all. We are live. We on the last episode of the Well and Women series. Let me not be rude. Let me introduce myself. What up, y'all? This is your girl, Coach Nikwa T on the beat, and you are now tuning into the Spacious Podcast, where healing meets transparency and faith meets mental health. And on today's episode, we are wrapping it up, wrapping up the Well and Women series. And today we are talking about coming naked, naked with the quotations, because I want to make sure y'all have clothes on. Um, we're not doing that. So I'm gonna go ahead and bring my special guest on the stage right now. Um, of course, y'all know them, y'all seen them. We got my girl Maya J in the building, and we got Lady Lexi up in the building, y'all. I done gave them name. Well, Maya already had her name, but <laughs> gave Lexi the name. I'm cutting up today, y'all. So let me go ahead and welcome them on. My Lady Lexi in the house. <laughs> right, it was definitely the Lady Lexi for me. Right. <laughs> I, I, it. I like it. I like it. I'm going like about it. that from now on. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Y'all say hey to the folks. Let's talk oh, oh, about Miss Patricia. I just <laughs> oh my gosh, you now you doing it. You over here. They're another piece. Wait, size. I can talk because I do that too now. That's like my signature thing. But I think the difference is like, you know, I don't know why, you know, elder, <laughs> forgive me. Um, when the elders do it, they, they be like, it's like the hand is too far. The hands be too far out. Y'all, let me stop cutting up today. Let's get this thing started. So <sighs> y'all ready? I'm ready mm -hmm. to get into it. All right. Hey, to my one viewer that's watching right now, we appreciate you for being in the building. And of course, y'all, make sure you share with a friend, catch the replay, all that jazz. I'm a little hyper, y'all, because I just came from the gym. So bear with me. All right. So today we are talking about coming naked. But I'm going to let my girl Lexi, Lady Lexi, come on up here and take the show for this one because she came, she got this revelation about this topic. So, Lady Lady Lexi, go ahead, let the people know, how did this even come about, about coming naked? Yes. So, when I, I actually was praying about this thing, and coming naked to me is not it's like a level of vulnerability that you get to where you are literally completely exposed. Mm -hmm. And I don't even mean in a, in a physical aspect. I mean, everything about you that we try to hide, we try to cover up, we try to conceal is now exposed before God. And it's like, I have to be, I have to be very transparent with him because you can't hide anything from God for one. You can't hide anything from him. So let me go ahead and be real with myself. Let me be real with God and let him know, look, this is who I am. This is what I'm dealing with. These are the ugly parts of me that I need you to make over. It came because I was doing self-reflection. Self-reflection. 
by all means, the furthest thing from perfect. So I'm doing self-reflection. I'm like, girl, you got some work to do. You know, you got some things you got to work on. Go naked before Christ because he's the only one who can change these things that you're struggling with. That's where it came from. That's good. That's good. I love that. I love that. So that, that, that's how I came, y'all. That's that's how I came. And, you know, I just want to, you know, I know we, we just flowing right now, but I do want to ask a question. Like, what did it look like for y'all to really, like, come naked? Like, like what did that look like because a lot of times it can it can feel like pressure like it can it can feel like a lot of different emotions that come with being vulnerable and transparent before god yeah Um, especially Um, with building a relationship yes (laughs) yes for me personally it was hitting that brick wall so i have known my calling my mom has always always kind of um instructed us and tried to guide us and do her best for us. When I tell you, baby, we was going to church in her womb. <laughs> I literally mean in the womb. So my mama has always been like a pivotal part of my life and guidance that she has always given us. Like, girl, this is not you. What are you doing? Get it together. I've been running. I've been, you know, It's a song. They say I've been running from Jesus a long time and I ain't tired yet. Girl, that was me. I was running from them. I was running for a long time. And I hit this brick wall because I'm like, I can't run no more. I can't. Where where am I going to go? I have been trying everything in the world. I'm trying to do all these things that please my flesh. And the whole while, my spirit was just mourning. Just Mm. mourning. And I started to feel like I didn't feel anything anymore. I started to get numb. And when I met that space, it's like, I have to turn back to my father like, you at a brick wall. You can't go any further. You go back to what you know. I'm going back to my Lord. I'm going back to God. And he was that one that was able to allow me to see me. He put me in situations where I'm where I'm judging Maya, where I'm judging Shaniqua, where I'm judging everybody else. And he like, no, look at you. Mm, you know, good. take a look at yourself. You know, baby girl, you don't got it all together. So he checked me and he let me see me for who I am and see, you know, what I was dealing with. And it kind of opened my eyes in a real raw way. Like, ooh, I ain't know I had this. Yeah. I, know I was dealing with that. I ain't know it was that deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's deep. Yeah. I think I'm still learning. Like, I think I'm still in a place where I'm really shedding those layers because yeah. I definitely think it's like layers to it for me personally mm-hmm. um, vulnerability mm-hmm. with God so I'm getting to that place where okay I didn't took the shirt off yeah. well I took the coat off first because we, we gotta go to the hours first I yeah. took the coat off then I had on a sweater then I got off the sweater and I got on a turtleneck. Like, girl, I got a turtleneck on. Then it's like, oh my gosh, I, I think I'm at, I got on the undershirt right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, but very similar to what Lexi said, is uh, coming to places for me where literally I had no other option. Like, I've weighed every option. I've depended so much on my relationships. Um, to be in a space of being vulnerable with them, being transparent with them and leaning on them to try to provide some type of comfort or answers. 
and then you know a man they're gonna fall short every time every time um they don't they're not the answer there's only one answer so it's like really having to get to that place where it's like dang like it's really just you it's really just you um and a lot of the times I've been like very I think for me it's easier to be naked in my time of journaling Mm-hmm. Because when I'm talking like in prayer, I think it's easy. Well, it has been harder for me to just be real because I'm like thinking about what I'm saying. I'm like, you know, in my head when I'm speaking yeah. loud. But uh, journaling has been that space for me to really just shed it all in writing. So I see like that's the easiest place for me to be naked in this process is to write it out. I'm getting to the place where you know, you know, I'm I'm praying it out and worshiping it, worship too. I'll be real naked worship. Mm-hmm. Worship after journaling worship is just like oof, because y'all know I will ugly cry real quick. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like it's late for me again. It's layers to it. I'm still learning. I'm still, you know, really building that relationship with Christ where I can be completely naked. I'm at the t-shirt stage. And again, like the writing has been helping me in worship. Yeah. Um, I definitely, um, I resonate with that Maya with just like, it's like, it's layers to this thing. Like you just don't come out, Hey, let's take it all off. Like it just don't don't work like that. And I know for me, if I'm being honest, like, you know, me start taking, shedding off my clothes. Uh, that sounds so, anyway. Um, shedding off my clothes, it started, like, this year. Like, mm-hmm. it just started. You know, for me, it was like a reality check because things just started to unravel and then I started to see myself in, like, different conversations and different situations that was coming up. And for me, I used to try to just like, oh, all right, you know, I'm going to fix that. I'm going to fix that. Yeah. But then it was just like, God really had to sit me down. It's just like, no, ma'am, you got to stop trying to fix everything and fix yourself. Because for a long time, I used to say like, well, I'm just working on myself. I'm just working on myself. I used to say that all the time because I'm big on self-development. But it's like, girl you can only self-develop so much like you can read all the self-help books all you want to you can watch every motivational speech that you want to but you still not getting down to the Mm nitty-gritty and I realized that I wasn't being as vulnerable as transparent as I thought I was it was like a limitation on my vulnerability and being transparent because it's that side of me where I'm just like a problem solver where, you know, I'm in a profession where I'm always helping people. And then when it comes down to me, it's just like, I'm a fake help myself. Mm, That's good. And then be out here fake healed (laughs) as I would like to call it. Like I realized I was walking in fake healing because if if you really heal the way you say you are, when certain situations come up or certain, you know, reminded triggers, as we would like to say, why why would why are you still reacting in the same way? Mm-hmm. So I realized I was in like the same cycle over and over again. So now it's just like Shaniqua, you 
you not really you really not taking off the clothes and leaving them there you taking them off washing them and putting them back on oh girl not putting them back on putting them back putting them in the laundry and putting the clothes back on mm. you know i never really thought about like a therapist perspective yeah. because essentially y'all do have so many tools in your toolkit as y'all tell us mm -hmm. to help maneuver through the barriers that's present within our lives or what have you so it is almost like you have all of the knowledge and skills and experience to help you because you're helping others but then I could well I could just see how like that could become very prideful or really you know, like I got everything I need because I do it. Like I never thought of it before you said something, but I can't really see how, you know, because of the information that you have acquired over the years that you, it's easy for you and others in that occupation can feel like they got everything they need down pat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I thought, and if I'm being honest, I would take, take in the information, but I wasn't always applying the information. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just being real. Like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you can have the tools all day and you look into it for other people, but mm -hmm. when it comes to yourself, are you really utilizing it? Because the test really comes when it's actually trying to utilize it in those situations. That's true. Got to preach application. Yeah. Preach. Yeah. So, yeah. What it sounds like, y'all, is that all of us have one thing in common when it comes down to um, really coming to Christ naked. It seems like we all had to come to a place where we were comfortable enough with God to be able to be vulnerable enough with him. Amen. Because just because we were raised up in the church, just because we've heard the word all of our lives does not mean that you know, you're going to automatically adopt the same belief system that our parents have adopted or our grandparents have adopted. We have to adopt that relationship for ourselves. So we have to have a relationship with him for ourselves. For me to even want to come to Christ, you know, we go to our friends, we go to our best friends. Some think about it like this some questions or some situations you're only going to go to specific people about. Let me not go to Lexi. She look ghetto. You know, she like get a little ratchet sometimes. Let me go to her. Okay, let me not go to my friend. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we go to specific people for specific problems. And a lot of times we neglect Christ for yeah. the biggest problems that we have. And then all, every single time we go right back in the circle. All right, Jesus, I done tried everybody else. My bad, dog. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. Like, let me double back. I'm sorry, you know. I'm back at it. Here I am again with the same problem that I had 50 other times. I'm back. And he just like, can you give it to me? Can yes, you give me the yes. problem? Because what I'm noticing that we do so often is we say we have these different things that we're struggling with, but we never actually release it over to him. Girl, and don't. And I can say that from personal experience. I'm like, Jesus, I know I told you I'm struggling in that area, but let me have my struggle. What you need let to me just hold on to the this right, part. Let me hold on to yeah, this part a little while longer. You can have this part, but I'll keep this part. And you know what that is? Because we get comfortable in that space. We're so mm -hmm. comfortable helping other people like Shaniqua. It's easy for you to help other people, but when it comes and give other people that awesome God advice, but when it comes to yourself, it's like, I don't know, you know, 
it's kind of you kind of on a iffy slope like i don't know how to really maneuver this specific thing that i'm telling you to do i'm telling you once we get to a place where we understand who we are in christ we'll treat ourselves a little with a little bit more respect mm-hmm. we're gonna put some respect on our own names you hear me (laughs) and and, you know i can actually speak to that because i was having this thought today um i think for me where it's just like you know i'm gonna give you half but i'm gonna keep the rest of it not only is it the comfort but i know for me it was like i was fearful of change Mm -hmm. yeah fearful of things just changing because it's like for me it seemed like i would it's like I'm missing, I would lose something. You know, a lot of a lot of time with change, hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the table's gonna get shaken up. And with all the time, you know, we like to say this, Lord, renew my mind, help me. I want to be a new person, a new creation. <laughs> but when it comes to new things, that means old stuff gotta be yeah. taken out. Come on. Okay. And for me, yeah. I didn't want the old stuff to be taken out because I was yeah. afraid of losing something that I yeah. thought was mine. And in the end, it's like, girl, that where yours to begin with. That part. You over here in the wilderness. You over here in the wilderness, over here emotionally stressed, crying eyes out every two days. You over here depressed. Every two days. And you you wonder why? Because you holding on to something or things that is not yours because you are afraid of change. You think you're going to lose something and not gain nothing. So my perspective really had to change when it comes to even the thought of change itself. Absolutely. And I think what God really showed me in that process too, because I've dealt with this, still be dealing with it, like literally. I'm trying to tell you. Still going through the process. But (laughs) just be like, God really in us in the season I was in last year, especially, he kept saying, But do you trust me? But do mm-hmm. you trust me? But do you trust me? And it was like I had to get to the place where I had to be honest with him and be like, you know what, Daddy, I don't trust you. Or I have not trusted you in this area in my life. And that's a hard place to be in, but it's so necessary. But then he started unraveling as to why I didn't trust him. Like what was going on in my mind and in my heart? Like, what was that barrier that was present that was causing for me to think of him as just as man, not as a, right. as my father? Right. Mm-hmm. So when you have to unpack all of that and see like the wounds from your childhood, or you know, just so many different layers that come with, like Lexi said, actually having a genuine relationship with him, um, it get real. But I really did come get to a place where I was like, Daniel, I really don't trust God like I say I do. And that's that was the reality of it. Because if I really trusted him and believed that he's gonna do exactly what he said and that he has the best for me, like not just when it came to me and certain things, you know, I thought what my what the best was like was my idea, right? Like right. girl, just amazing. <laughs> but then it's like that's jaded based off of my experience. It's mm-hmm. jaded what I, what I seen, what my worth was, like how I was equating my worth and all these right. So then it was like getting to a place where it's like understanding one, who I am in Christ and my identity is rooted, rooted in him and that I'm a daughter and that I'm worthy. Like 
I'm worthy by Jesus Christ of like so much more. But I was so limited in my beliefs and my trust in him because of how I saw myself and how I saw certain situations. So I feel like I was rambling just then. I hope it makes sense. But no, no, that makes you know, sense. Okay, <laughs> but like I, it was really one of those moments where like, Lord, I say help my unbelief because yeah. I, I, I got a little, I got a little. <laughs> I, got, I got a little but that unbelief and that lack of trust that I have please help that because yeah. I'm struggling over here mm, yeah. I'm believing you for some promises but not you can handle them, and not all of them yeah Woo. that's good especially for that stuff that you've never seen before I think that's the hardest thing but then that's where faith come in like do you you will not have faith if like you can always just see it it's see everything that's one yeah so it's like he building up our faith because I sure can't see it and a lot of the stuff that I'm like holding on to in terms of promises I haven't seen it with other people as well yeah. especially in close proximity so it just be like <laughs> <laughs> give me give me one example, Lord. Right. Can I get a, a glimpse of something? Like, right. come on. Can I touch? Like, touch is a like, My mama made an awesome point. Shout out to P Dog. Not P Dog. <laughs> oh, come on, Lexi. You add no. This is green. I had to add to the green, the green ossery. <laughs> Again, example. I'm a child. <laughs> But she told me something that made a lot of sense. She was like, um, the hardest part is, is this her trying to come on? No, she kind of. No, I posted it. Okay, yeah. So she said that the hardest part is to believe in Christ, someone we can't see. You've never seen them. That was the most difficult part. To actually mm. build a relationship with someone you've never seen. Mm. To go by the Bible, which is inspired by prophets who God has spoken to. You know, all over the world, different parts of the world. And their stories are so much alike in so many different ways. And it's like to believe in God's word and to also believe in him without ever actually physically seeing him why can't we believe him for a career why can't we believe in him for our healing why can't we believe in him for these simplistic things that is just like nothing absolutely nothing that the hardest part was the belief mm. if we can believe that why can't we believe him for our healing you know so yeah. Well, everybody. Mm. <laughs> yeah. About it. I think it is hard. Like when you do think about it, if if we gonna be honest, everything is based off of the belief. Everything. Yes. Like to be a Christian, to your point, Lexi, like to even believe in the Bible and that it's inspired by the Holy Spirit and that he used these individuals as vessels to write it, right. right? You know, all that everything is belief. Like if we talk to people about this, it will seem so foreign. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, believe in Jesus. Okay, so how did Jesus how was Jesus created? Child, like you know, right. the Virgin Mary and yeah, you know, right. came into the and <laughs> like Nothing about it is like 
what makes sense to the conversation. But I think the beauty of it is once you really seek him and, you know, seek knowledge and wisdom through the reading of his word, rely on the Holy Spirit to provide revelation, comfort, and be your help and your teacher, all these things that it becomes so real. So something that is so foreign and something that's like by the natural perspective of things like to try to understand it the natural mind is like i cannot fathom this it becomes so real to you when you actually seek or when you actually like we're talking about it they become naked with him because he just i don't know he he showed you himself right through the reading of his word through worship through your dreams through so much so it's like even as we're sitting here today touching this cup the more you develop a relationship with him it becomes just this real Mm -hmm. like even again but it seems so far out when you think about it but it really is that real like it really is true when you see like seek him and you will find like knocking the door will open like it's there it's available to you but the biggest thing is like like we've been talking about is establishing that relationship and it's been challenging at times to establish that relationship yeah yeah that's good that's good i agree i I got a question for y'all oh god so my thing is when you thinking about standing naked before god like what does that look like to y'all what do you what does that physically, spiritually looks like to you? I think it, for me, is like how you explained it earlier. It's not holding back nothing. Like, if I can give you a visual depiction, like, this, uh, I've been making it a point to, like, start my day within this time of fasting with worship. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what happened on Monday. That's why my voice is gone. Like, but on Monday, I was just sitting there in worship. And it's like the way the Holy Spirit was moving, it was beyond me. I say that all the time, but it really was beyond me because, like Mr. Yep, it was like a yes. surrendering. It was yes. just like I didn't have nothing. I couldn't hold on to nothing. Like it was literally giving him everything. All of my fears, all my worries, all my doubts, all my concerns, all the places of me where I saw myself as insignificant or not worthy or whatever it was that I was doing at that moment, it was giving them everything. And I mean, oftentimes I don't, I try not to emotionalize stuff, but people know that I naturally am a crier, but like I was crying, I was wailing. It was just like, my posture was the posture of surrendering. <laughs> yeah. But that looks different for everybody. Right, right. Yeah. Um, I would agree, though. I think it's like no no holding back. And, and for me, it was also being like tunnel vision mm-hmm. and not being distracted. Yes. Because I know for me... I still, I still be getting distracted. <laughs> I'll just be honest. Like, even in, if it's like praise and worship, and I'm probably around a lot of people. I'm, I go if I if I just 
even dipped the open one eye. And I'm looking like, well, how they praising and worshiping me? And I'm like, oh, okay, I'm just sitting right here. I'm just being real. I'm just like, well, how they praising me? And I'm like, oh, man, they over here getting down over here. I'm like, hey, what am I doing over here? So it's just like, it's like, tunnel vision. Right. I know for me, it's like tunnel vision. Like I have to be tunnel vision because I'll start getting distracted and start focusing on how other people are worshiping. And I'm like, well, dang, my worship don't look like their worship. So mm-hmm. then it's like that comparison start to try to sneak in at that point. Cause then it's just like, well, dang, Shanika, what you doing? You ain't getting close to God. So I think for me, it's just having no holding back and just um, being tunnel vision and not being so focused on how other people are being intimate with God, but how I'm intimate with God because it looks different for everybody yes. at the end of the day. It looks different. I may not, you know, I may not because I'm for a while now, I've been, you know, the more I hang around my, I'm just like, damn, why I can't cry. <laughs> I ain't got enough tears in my eyes, so I'm like, I can't. Yes. I'm yes. like, I, I am a, I'm a real. I'm like, those don't. Cry. That's Lexi all day. <laughs> That's Lexi all day. I'm just all day. Like, I, I used to cry all the time. Like, what's what's going on, Shanika? You're not being vulnerable enough. So, but I'm understanding that. Listen, That's how I'm still you figuring mean. out what you yeah. know what you know true worship for me what god looks like and lately yeah. i've been feeling like girl get on your knees yeah. but i'm like lord but i'm gonna be the only one on my knees ain't nobody oh. else up in here and i'm just like so shaniqua that's been me oh my god so i think i'm gonna start incorporating that because that this that's been me what what miss patricia said over here she dropping bars what she said we've done like adam and eve and yeah yeah yes, yes. yeah that's true. that's true yeah i be high job yeah because i know me i want to be a little more dramatic than some people oh see no okay circle back because <laughs> it's not because be let's be honest when it comes to that like the whole crying and stuff like that when we be in certain settings, some people will be faking it. So it's like you will think if you have that mindset that that's what it means to be in worship, that's what it means. Like, that's not always the case. So, because somebody can, and we've experienced this, yeah, in church or whatever, and somebody mama doing laps and everything like that, and then they leave there, and then it'd be like, <laughs> I even remember when we was little. And it, again, this is not to say that people don't be right. Real, you know, yeah. it's, it's some people do be faking. So it's like you yeah. can't focus on other people because certain some people really be wanting that type of attention yeah. and they will do things in order for people to be to see them. And then now they're a distraction, honestly, because they're moving on a spirit that is not of God. And here we are thinking that this is how things supposed to be. Even, and that goes for prayer too. Sometimes people can be up there and being like, and all this other stuff. And it has no anointing. It has no like, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? You don't have left the building. You're hearing nothing. But we get so used to things being shown or exhibited a certain way that we will believe that that's the only way when somebody can come up like chanel i love when chanel pray chanel 
she don't be with the like she's so soft yes, and so loving. So 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 yeah, yeah. Shout out to Chanel. Shout out to you, Chanel. And it's like that be just as genuine as yes. somebody hooping and hollering, but it's like people be faking. <laughs> like bottom line, like yeah. they be hard down. I remember this lady who was in church a long time ago. This lady told me and my sister, like, me and my sister was like in praise and worship. We was little kids, and this lady was like, I'm finna. Y'all better hold on, girls. I'm finna catch the Holy Ghost. And we all sister looked at each other like, and in my young age, I was like, something about that don't sound right. <laughs> I don't think it works like that. I just, I don't know. <laughs> and lo and behold, like 10 minutes later, she was like, <laughs> and I was like, uh-uh, nope. <laughs> nope. Yeah. Nope. 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 Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for so you that. gotta worship how you worship. Right. You gotta, you know, yeah. how you surrender and let that be that. Some people yeah. cry, some people be out there screaming. Some people <clears throat> do your thing. Sometimes you just gonna be sitting there, like Sometimes you just gonna be chilling, kind of, you know, in the spirit. Sometimes there's a calmness over you. Yeah, it almost surprises you, like, oh, I'm losing everything around me, but I'm so calm right now. That's yeah, that's usually me. I'm more yeah. calm. I'm just yes. calm. That's your yeah. thing, girl. That's your yeah, thing. Have you ever seen people laugh? Some people be laughing. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And sometimes like, I feel Holy Spirit like giving me instruction, but I be holding. I realize I be holding myself back because I be like, I'm here, and mm-hmm. then he be like, No, I want you to take it here. That's cool. Yeah, and I because it's and it's like so much freedom up here, and I'm not used to it. So I be like, I, I'm gonna stay right here. I'm going to just take it a little bit higher, but not all the way up here. I got a question. Oh, yeah. It's your question, though. It's oh, the okay. question. What prevents you from going here? Like, why don't you, when you know that he's instructing you to go here, but you're here, what's that barrier that's, like, keeping you from being able to completely give it all in that space? Um, wow. Thank you, Lord, for bringing it back. Um, I wrote this down too. Um, <clears throat> I think for me, it's like it comes from that fear again that I talked about earlier that I'm still working through, y'all. And that sense of, and I always said this whenever fear is present, whenever control is present, fear is present. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like a sense of control that I want to have at the same time. Because if if I'm able to go up here, it's like ain't no telling what's gonna happen when I go up there. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's almost like that fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Um, you see the comment. Yeah. Obedience to the small things equals authority in the bigger. Oh, Miss Patricia, yeah. you ain't have to cut me up like that. My, um, my prayer for you is that that literally is broken off for you. Um, starting now, honestly, yeah. that we will see the fruit of that on Friday, that you will no longer fear, um, you know, going up. But a lot of that is that fear of, well, what will people think? What will it look yeah. like? You know, will they be talking about me or what have you? Like, I pray that that is broken in the name of Jesus and that you're able to truly um, 
go to the that next level, like be on the mountaintop with him, with 50 million people around you, with two people around you or whatever the case may be, because that's where he is desiring for you to be. But that's where he's desiring for all of us to be, where it's like your worship is for an audience of one. It's mm-hmm. not for the next person. It's not for Lexi, for me, for what it's for. It's something that he's trying to do for you in that moment, just like it's going to be something for all of us who are going to be there for us to get to that point, because he's trying to do something individually. It's happening collectively as we're all there, but it's something that's going to be happening individually within all of us. So he's going to be downloading some things about what's next for you. He's going to be revealing some things in terms of like what you need to give over to him or what have you, but that's going to take that, like the shedding of that fear (laughs) And that worry and all of those things. So, like, that's my prayer for all of us. But yeah. for you, that like that fear of man is no more. Like, get what get what you got. Get what he got for you in those times. Like, you gotta come with that. Like, I'm 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 coming to get everything. I ain't, I don't want nothing to be left on the table. I'm getting everything in this moment. Right. Because if you think about it. Everything that God has for you, you're connected to people. Your salvation, yeah. you going to the next level in Christ and in your worship for one, mm. is tied to other people's salvation. So if God could just keep you, if God kept you grounded, you would only stay here. You wouldn't be able to go higher. But once he's taking you higher into different levels, you got different people at those different levels. If you don't meet it, if you don't meet him at those different levels, those people that are counting on you for their salvation won't won't meet you there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's real. This definitely but if y'all think about it like this, think about it like this. So we grew up, me and Maya, like we grew up with our siblings and stuff going to church every time there was a church service. Not just Sundays, baby. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, <laughs> maybe even Saturday. Yes, so we, Patricia, we yes especially my mama. Like she kept us in church. And at the time, I'm just like, she just want us to be in church all the time. She don't want us to have no fun. She don't want us to have no life. But my mom was really trying to protect us. Like she knew Bro, that they thankful to you. world. And we were just like, let me live my life. I just got such a life to live. What you got to do? What you got to do out there? <laughs> that was that me. That was the I was the rebellious witch child. I need to live my life. Girl, it ain't nothing out there for you. I promise. I've been there too. One but, live my life. Yeah. But when I was in right church, now. we used to tease each other all the time. So <laughs> If we ever even dared to get in that space where we're really worshiping and praising, we got the cousins that's picking on you. Oh, you look crazy. And you kind of, you know, mocking and teasing you. And you grow up with it in your head. So you're constantly looking over your shoulders. I wonder who's looking at me. They're probably going to laugh at me. They're probably going to make fun of me. And then thinking about it, I was just out with a club. I was up just to the club with my girlfriend last week. Hypothetically speaking, y'all. And you know, she oh, yeah. in church with me today, so she probably gonna look at me crazy if I start worshiping and praising God. No, you here for a reason, it yeah. don't matter what you have done, come to the Lord. 
comes yeah, to the well, that's what I keep trying to tell people. Like people, I, I've talked to um, I've talked to mainly uh, people in my life that I'm really close to, and I really, really, really want them to have a relationship with Christ. And it's their kind of their response is kind of like, "Well, I've done too many bad things, you know. God, He don't really like me like that, you know. You see that my track record, I've done too much wrong, and I'm like, He don't care about that. Repent." Come back to the son, come back to the father, like that prodigal son, and he will renew you. Mm-hmm. And it's just that guilt and that shame of, dang, I did this last week. I did this last weekend. You know what I'm saying? Last night. Last night, you know. So, like, church. yes. So, it's, it's like that shame. And I just want people to know, like, it does not matter. Take it from Alexia. Take it from Alexia, who was outside. I was outside. I was outside real bad. Real bad. And he saved me. He snatched me. He saved me from myself because I was my own destruction. I was self-destructing. I really was. I was self-destructing. And he saved me from myself. I couldn't even blame the devil on a lot of the stuff that I was doing. I was just making flat out poor decisions. And God is like, baby girl. I know you're screwing up right now. I know you, you know, you really let me down right now because this is not who I called you to be. But you come back to me and we're going we gonna to pick up right back where we left off at. And I just yeah. want people to understand that it does not matter. It does not matter what you've done, how many times you've done it. Give it over to the Father. Truly, total surrender. Shout out to Obiyama. She told me that years ago. And it impacted him. I, it stayed with me, like, I've been on total surrender. Like, okay, I can't hide nothing from the Father. I'm giving it all to you. I'm giving it all to you. And once you get to that space where you're just tired of being tired, and you just oh. like Jesus, just it's too much weight for me to carry on my own shoulders. As a single mom, it's hard for me sometimes to just maneuver through life. I'm just like, I don't know how any of this is happening. How is my bills getting paid? How is um? How do I still have my home? God, God, I'm telling you, it ain't nothing. It has nothing to do with Alexia. It's all God. I should have been yeah. up on somebody's dog on a bridge right about now, but God has been keeping me and my children. Yes, yes, yeah. that's keeping good. me and my children. Yes, yeah. And if we can do it for me. We can do it for yeah. you. And this just, you know, this, as y'all are talking, I'm just getting a whole revelation over here because when we talked about like, um, what was it when when I said like the coming naked, like peeling off the layers, but yeah. I stated that I would take off the clothes, put them in the laundry, and then put them back on. Yeah. I'm thinking about how I would. Cause I've seen myself like go to the mountaintop. Like I, it's I've been there in the spirit, but in the it's like the natural has to align with the with the spirit now because I've seen myself where I go there, but then I don't stay there mm-hmm. in the natural. So let's take it back to me putting the clothes back on. I can't yeah. I can't keep putting the clothes back on. So it's mm-hmm. like at this point, it's about me just staying there. And not, and not really just caring or caring yeah. once again caring about like what man or think or just being ashamed and yeah. and all of this stuff just completely just staying there because 
you know, at this point in my life, like it's certain things that I'm I'm sick of. Like I'm I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. But uh-huh. it's like Shaniqua, if you want it how much you how much you say you want it, then it's yeah. like you gotta stop being afraid of going here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just go there. Mm-hmm. Just at this point, it's nothing that's restricting you but your belief. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what you said was so big because it's like, how bad do you want it for real? Like, yeah, how bad yeah. do you want breakthrough? Like, how bad do you want the 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 deliverance how bad do you want the relationship whatever the thing that you're seeking god for how bad do you really want it and what are you willing to do for it because you have to be willing to risk it all like you have to and i think sometimes if we're honest we're not ready in our minds or what have you to risk it all because of that control that's really fake control because it's like you really you don't control yeah, nothing. You're really I, not in control. You don't really, you're not in control of anything. But it's like you do have to be in that place of like I gotta I gotta be okay with risking my life. Like that's that dying daily. Like I gotta risk it all. That late when the lady had the issue of blood, she was risking it all. Like it's so many people in the Bible who was risking it all just because they knew that. Jesus had what they needed. Yes. They believe, like it's a belief thing. They believe that he had what they needed. So they didn't care about looking crazy. They yep. didn't care about like what the people was going to say or what have you. They were willing to risk it all because their belief was that high. But then what did Jesus do? He met them at their level of belief. Right. Yeah. Every time. When the men, when the people they was dead, the churn was dead, and he was coming and was like, my son, either the son or the daughter, whichever one was dead, and he was like, you know, go back. The the the, the child is alive. Like they yeah. be meeting you at your level of belief. So now that's encouraging me because it's like I need to believe. Yeah. I need to believe exceedingly and abundantly <laughs> for real. Because if you're yeah. if I'm if I'm believing at exceedingly and abundantly, and you meet me at my level of belief, there's nothing that I can't do. Tell me there's nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Like that jump really is hitting me right now because it's like that shows me by that my beliefs be so mediocre. They be so basic. I be over here believing like, okay, pay my bills. Like, yeah, yeah. What? Let's take it up a notch. <laughs> we talk a lot about like us being single women and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, my belief to be like, my man, my man, my man, my man, my man, my, my man. man. Right here. Like, you know, what I'm all of those things. But I think now that we're talking about this, is like. We've been our belief system have been on this like like this playing field of like the bare minimum. Yeah, right. You've been believing for the bare minimum so long. Um, a lot of that because of the lack mentality, because of how we see ourselves, the things that yeah. we like, all these things that you feel like, or we feel like, okay, I'm only I'm only deserving of this. When God is mm. like, I got all of this. I got all of this. <laughs> And you believe it right here? They like, was believing for people to be resurrected from the dead. From the dead. Stinking. Like, like, what am I? Dang. It's like, dang, what am I Six, doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They believe in it for things that, like, the, the doctors had said there's no cure for. Yeah. Dang. And we, we can see some of the stuff that we want. 
or that we, you know what I'm saying, that we know that God has promised us, not just what we want, but what, you know, yeah. that God us, and we just be like, but I'm going to just stay right here. I'm going to just stay right here. Because it's comfortable. Because if I go up higher, it's going to cost us, it's going to be a sacrifice. Or I might miss out on something. Or some, you know what I'm saying, all of these different things, child. More responsibility. Mm-hmm. And that'd be another thing, like, but if yeah, that be the part, the, the responsibility. responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna keep it real. That responsibility, that be, yeah. be the part. That's it. I think about how it makes me feel when I'm in his presence. And that's why, like, if you if when you're going throughout your day, you're gonna find so many different distractions that's going to we like safe religion. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yep. You'll find so many different distractions that will cause you to completely forget to even have a conversation with God throughout the day. So I found myself, my mom had a revival years and years ago. I was probably maybe 16, 17, something to that effect. And I just remember at that time, I was one of those people who was kind of afraid to go there in church and in front of people. And because of fear of how people will perceive me and things of that nature. And then I remember just the Holy Spirit. That was my first time actually really having that sincere encounter, like completely shameless. I ain't care who looked at me. I was snotting all over the place. I had never experienced a high like that before in my life. And when I was out in the world, I did my thing. I ain't gonna put myself out there and tell them who watching. But, you know, I have a little bit of comparison to what I feel like. So, <laughs> I've never in my life felt a high like that before, y'all. I'm so serious. It was, it, it literally took me to a whole nother level. And it's kind of like, I got that fixed from God. And it's like, I want more. I want more. I want, I just kept coming after him. Like, I know that I feel like I felt it before. You are real. I don't care what the world say. You are real. You are real to me. And I know what it feels like to be in your presence and to go to that next level, completely letting it go, letting those things go that I was dealing with and just surrendering myself to Christ. And that, that's that been one of those fixes I've been trying to get ever since. So when you go deeper and deeper in your worship, you get there. Is I promise you, you can't compare it to anything else. You really can't compare it to anything else. It literally, it takes your breath away. People say, okay, well, how do I know if I'm really deep into worship? Oh, you're going to know. You're going to know because you're going to look up and it's going to be two, three hours in worship and you don't know how you got there. Mm-hmm. You know, so every, time. every single time, like, takes your mind off of everything that you're dealing with, and then nothing else matters. It don't. Nothing else matters. Oh, you got these bills, you got that. None of that stuff matters to God. We living in a temporary life, anyways. This life's so temporary. True. Our souls is what we really need to be focusing on. That's the eternal part. Yeah. That's the eternal part. God knows our needs. He knows that we have bills. He knows that we need money in order to really survive in this economy. He understands that. And He's not. Uh, a wicked God that would punish us in that way and take those things away from us, take our livelihoods away from us. You know, God is a just God. So when we get to that space where we just like total and full surrender, 
you experience him on a different level like you never have before. And I'm telling you, it'll change you. Yeah. It will change you. Give me my fix, Lord. Give me my fix. Okay. <laughs> Wind me up. Give me right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Circle back. Circle back. No, we it back. back. Run it back. <laughs> it was too far, y'all. <laughs> You just you wanted to give the people a visual. I yeah, I wanted that. to give the people a visual. I haven't remember. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to give people some insight. So, man, this was this was good. I think we are traveling through, through all the all the places. <laughs> Anybody got any last thoughts? I'll come make it. If you ain't get it from all of this, right? From all that we said, come naked. Yeah. Come naked, child. Come naked. Have some clothes on in real life now, but come naked. <laughs> yeah. All right. But I would also say, like, for those who watching who will be joining us on Friday, like, bring what you need to be comfortable in this space. So, yeah. like, if you need to bring your pillow, if you need to bring your blanket. If you need to bring, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you need to find you a Kona, like, find you a Kona. If you a pacer, go pace. But just know that this is a space where you are allowed, you have full clearance to worship God and to yes. praise how God has, um, you know, what that look like for you personally. Imagine you in your prayer closet. But we all, prayer, yeah, we all in our prayer closet together. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not no space where we're going to be um looking at you like I pray that nobody come to spectate, right? Right. Yeah, because that's not what we're doing for. Participatory <laughs> thing, like and the more you are being naked before Christ, the it's helping me, it's helping Lexi, it's helping Nikwa. Like yeah. it's something that changes when everybody is in that same space. Like, oh my gosh, like yeah. can you imagine? And come expecting. Yeah. Whatever it is that you have in your mind that you're expecting from God, expect them to supersede whatever it is you already got imagined in your mind. Amen. Take all the limits off of God. Take all of the cap off of him. Give him free range to do what he needs to do within you and within your life. Yeah. Don't put a cap on God. Give him full and free range to get his mission accomplished through you. Amen. Amen. Yes, I love it. Yeah, they they done summed it up. Y'all just come come naked in the spirit. Bring what you need. Get comfortable. Yes. Put your Crocs on and your fuzzy socks if you got yes, to. We just, oh, we do be clean because we did we mop the other day. We be mopping. We be spraying. Like yes, you come yes. with you know be comfortable for real. Because I know I promised to meet y'all. Like I'm gonna have my little socks on. He was like, okay, my. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have my socks on. Yeah. One little bite might be kicked off by the end of the night. Ain't no telling, but we will see. But yeah, y'all come in expectation. I'm definitely like, I don't know. It's like my spirit is like, it's like, it's like, woof, let's go, let's go, yeah. let's go. So I'm in full expectation that all of our minds gonna be blown. And listen, right. if you're not in the building, I'm sorry. 
Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Because we tried to tell y'all, but <laughs> no, there's something that God had been putting on my heart, and I was like, Lord, I don't want to say it, but I need I feel like a person to say it. Go ahead, say it. Do like do not let your pride keep you from experience move of God. Yeah, I don't even care if it's like just it's not even just related to what God is blessing us to be able to do and have grace us to be able to do when it comes to well and women, but in general, as God is birthing revival, as God is birthing like these opportunities to experience his glory in a new way, do not allow for your pride to keep you or prevent you from being in those places. Because to your point, what you said a while ago, Nikwa, about the revelation where God was showing you how things are happening in small gatherings and it's not yeah. the people that you expect. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that like, that's what God is functioning me to say to in that space. Like, but so we get so tr- used to like, Oh, so-and-so holding this and so-and-so holding this and this church is doing this and da, 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 da. but God is truly doing something new in this season. And your pride, even like, if you're like, I don't like that person or I don't have no relationship, whatever that can, whatever that looks like for you, mm-hmm. get in a real space with God and ask him to do that, deal with you on that because truly your pride will prevent you from missing a move of God. And that mm-hmm. is, you will look up and be like, dang, Lord, why, why am I here? And everybody else is way over there. Yeah. Yeah. Follow the fire, not the person. Follow yeah. The fire. Okay. All yeah. right, y'all. I'm gonna see the fruit. Yeah, what about fruit? prayer list, y'all? Hmm? How y'all feel about a prayer list? Like people bringing their prayer requests, and we just oh god, here she go. This is off the. Court. I know. I was like, she asked. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Let's 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 talk about it. Here holding it down, Miss Patricia. You've been holding it down this entire Bro, she time. A real one. She a real one for real. Um, I'm truly excited. That woman right there. I'm telling you, if y'all ain't in the building, I'm I'm just who that woman. She You're got missing that out. Missing she out. got that five. You know we you know we can do ball. We say five right here. So you know. <laughs> that wood oh, got oh, wait, wait, oh, bring it back. What is I'm this? That's real tall. I really am from Puerto Rico, my creep, and it just come out like. Bring it back. All right. So yeah, y'all make sure y'all in the building. <laughs> Hallelujah. Y'all make sure y'all in the building. Catch the replay. Um, yeah. As always, y'all show yourself grace on this life journey. And this is a message from your girl, Coach Nico T. We out. Yay. <laughs> <laughs>